Hi, welcome to the Audible Kimbo Camper, John Kajemi. Today's Audible is brought to you by Verizon. Score dolphin tickets, concert tickets, and other rewards that you really, really want. Download the My, uh, My Verizon app and enroll in uh, Verizon up today. So a lot of good stuff there, John. Uh, Another another tough game. You know, you, you go up to uh, Indianapolis with a, a red-hot Andrew Luck and a red-hot football team. They had won four straight games. Andrew Luck has just gotten, gotten, continually gotten better, seems like, each and every week. And um, much like since it felt a lot like Cincinnati where you had him on the run, you kind of had him wobbling in the corner there, but you couldn't deliver the haymaker that, that dropped him down, and they come back and, and come away with a win. And uh, and, and to me, that that loss, John, was as disappointing as that loss in Cincinnati because, uh, again, it was one of those games where I don't feel like they won. I don't. Obviously, they won the game. They played well enough to win it. But had we not faltered in the end offensively and 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 taken no time off the clock, virtually in two drives, it, it could have been a different story. Very, very easily. It felt like it felt like. Uh, a disappointing loss, much like the Cincinnati loss, yep. but completely different scenario. Yes. You know, and I think quarterback Ryan Tannehill alluded to it after the game. He said, "You know what? In Cincinnati, that was on me. Yeah, I, I made two bad plays. If I take sacks, and this is me talking, if he takes sacks yep. instead of throwing the football, uh, the Dolphins win that game. Yep. I don't, I don't think there's any question about it because 14 points directly resulted in those two turnovers. Yep. Indianapolis, you had a different feel. The Dolphins." They didn't have a 17-point lead, but they had a 10-point lead. Yeah. And they had a 10-point lead against a team that has really, over the last four or five weeks, been unstoppable yeah. and have caused headaches for opposing quarterbacks. The Dolphins found a way to get themselves in a comfortable position, but they felt uncomfortable being in that yeah. position to me watching the team. It just seemed like when they got to that point, they couldn't find a way or they couldn't they just couldn't make a play yeah. to stay on the field. Now, regardless of what was called, execution was lacking in a lot of those plays down the stretch. Yeah. You know, you could have called three runs and lost four yards and been in a little bit, you know, pretty close to the same position with 826 left to go in yeah. the fourth quarter. But you would have taken some time off. Now, saying that, the execution of the plays that were called just isn't good enough in yeah. the National Football League. You've got guys with experience. You've got pressure situations that guys have to be more accountable. And it wasn't on the quarterback. It wasn't on the running back. It wasn't on an offensive lineman. It wasn't on a, a particular receiver. Collectively, yes. those 11 on the field needed to be better in two situations. They were not, and they paid dearly with a loss that felt like a playoff game in Week 12 yeah. for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, and, and I asked Ryan the question, and maybe I didn't word it properly because I was just looking for the situation being, hey, here's here's another game where where you had a, a nice lead with manageable time left to win that football game, and 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 you cough it up and, and you yes. give it to them. And although this wasn't turnovers that made the difference, it was just lack of offense. But but I was just you know that the the point I was trying to get at was not so much how and why. It's about the team having the inner strength to close a game out when you've got a lead, when the time is manageable at the end of a football game. And, and that's just it. And you felt like, I, I felt like at least watching the game, with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, I felt more explosive. Yep. I felt like we could get to more things. I mean, the throw he made to Smythe down the middle of the field early in the game, yep. all I needed to see. Yep. Okay, he's back. 
He's got strength in his arm. He's not. He's willing to push it into a crowd because there were a lot of blue jerseys yep. around Smythe in that catch. But he's able to throw, get the ball down to Crew. Crew makes an unbelievable catch, goes up over defender, takes it in 74 yards later. It's a touchdown. The Dolphins feel like they've got a momentum. They're back in the game. They tied at 14. But there was a lot on the plate for Ryan Tannehill that he got to. Yep. But in the second half, it just seemed like the offense could not generate consecutive plays, back-to-back plays to be able to get positive play after positive play after positive play, even though Gore and Drake did their job from the backfield. And I was just jotting down before we we started today, the difference in this football team, when you throw those slip screens or you throw those four or five-yard, you know, pass plays to players, you go down the the pecking list, you know, the, the guys that can really get it done. Two guys are on IR that are, are the most explosive yep. play, players on the team. So forget about them. Your next viable option, dependable, Danny Amendola, gone for the yep. majority of the game. So who are the guys you look to? For me, it's Gore and Drake. Yep. How can you get the ball to these guys in space, pound them through the tackles with Gore, get Drake out, catches, and he did everything you asked him to do in the passing game, five for 64 and a touchdown. So you, you those are the next two guys because – Stills was only targeted, what, three times in the game, four times at the most. Parker wasn't targeted much. But those are guys that are down on the pecking list right now. And and the guys that are there are Gore and Drake. So how do you you accentuate what they give you in a game? But it limits yourself to to getting down the field. The only play we had that was explosive was to Carew. Yeah, and and that's that's my thought. At the late in the game, in those last two series, because those are the two series that that broke the game yes. for you. There's no question. Other than that, the Dolphins did. You know, they stayed with these guys, got ahead of them. You know, three back to back, three back to back turnovers. Oh, that was unbelievable. I, seen that, and I don't know if I've ever seen that before, but that was a, an incre- incredible. But they did a lot of good things in that football game, both offensively and defensively. They did enough good to now, win. Now they did. A, they did a lot of things not so good on both sides of the football, but they did enough good things to overshadow. And then you get in that situation, John, and I think I've seen it before, maybe it's just me, and but I've seen it before on this football team. When those situations come up, instead of being that vertical passing game, it becomes that horizontal passing game. Mm-hmm. Or that little that little handoff to Kenyon Drake trying to get outside that you that you usually lose a yard or, or gain a yard or two. And and you just say it's almost like you're you're almost playing a defensive, you know, in in a situation where you had success being aggressive all day offensively. Forcing the ball, doing not what well, I don't mean for, but I mean pushing the ball down the field, being aggressive, moving down the field. Then all of a sudden, when you need it most, it kind of becomes a whole a def- an offense that's how can we get outside? How can we, you know? And, and 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 they just haven't had very good luck. Their track record on those vertical passes out. I don't care if it's a one man screen, bubble screen, whatever whatever they are. I, I just the percentage of success to me has been very, very low for that to be your go-to at that time of the football game. Put it this way, Bo. I would have rather seen two things happen. Send everybody deep yep. and allow Drake to run an option route on underneath. Yep. And, you know, three times in a row. Uh, if you're going to throw it, throw it. Yep. But give him an opportunity to get the ball in his hands in space. Yep. Because it really didn't seem like 
other than Smythe with, with his two catches and Kasicki when he coughed it up after the catch, the tight ends weren't, weren't a viable no the option. Game, no. They weren't really a big part yeah. of the game plan, or at least it seemed like to me going down. And the other thing was, you know, everybody's talking about the last two drives on offense. Hell, Indy on, on offense, they had 10 yeah, or 11 first downs in the yeah. fourth quarter. So yeah. let's take no, a look. No, you know, yep. everybody, everybody's in that pot, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody had a chance to, to find a way to win on, on, on all three phases. Special teams, special right? teams, yeah. Yep. So I, I'm thinking, yeah, there's there's other ways to to skin the cat on offense, and I agree, you know, maybe get to some other things. But it, it's, it's a collective thing that it just felt like I was feeling uncomfortable yeah. with a 10-point lead, and I should have been yeah. looking at, hey, how can we get how to 17? How yeah. can we get to 13? How can we put one more, put, put one more, put a field goal up and, on the board? And I'm yeah. not so sure if that creeped in on the field. Yeah. And I was, I'm watching it in the comfort of, of a studio. Yeah, well, I, I know this. When when they had that drive, when it was, I want to say it was, it was at 846. What was that, uh, that series? 826. Yeah, 826. Eight, eight yeah. they, they take 20 seconds off the clock. It was eight because uh, it was eight oh six when they got when they punted the football, and I'm just thinking that's it that that that's the that's the backbreaker. And you, and you grind you, one you first just, down there, you, you cut off three minutes yeah, in the game. Yeah, and John, so so as from a quarterback standpoint, you know, I'm a defense been a defensive guy my whole life, but from a quarterback standpoint, you come to the line of scrimmage in that situation, or, or and as a play caller from that situation, you come and you see that they're crowding that they're crowding that field. Isn't that a situation? Don't you? Don't you spread the back? Don't you spread things out and try to try to pull them out of that? Well, situation? one of two ways. If they're in there, leave them in there. I got it, Stills it, it, and Parker exactly on the right. outside. Give them a chance. It, it, look, somebody's going to win. Well, Somebody thought, has to my win. My thought would be in that situation. Say, you know what? Send one of them down the field. Tell Ryan, hey, whatever you do, don't underthrow them. Just you know, and, and try to send that message. We're not going to sit back and and let you beat up. And we're going to take advantage. You know, and, 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 and try to get that defense to. To loosen up, because when when Coach Gay's talked about, it, he said, you know, you come to the line of scrimmage, you got eight guys, nine guys, they're they're jam- Well, well, you know, okay, they're doing that. What's the alternative? Well, there's a reason that you know you have Devonte Parker, and it's not because of his quick twitch. It's because he's a long strider, yeah. and he's one of those bigger receivers that he's the only big receiver we have really right yep. now to go up and get the football. So, yeah. And what about Stills? We haven't seen him targeted yep. a lot with the absence of Wilson and Grant. So. Do you, can you protect? That's the biggest thing, I'm sure, as a play caller yeah. now, and I put that hat on. Can I protect? Because the floodgates have been Getting coming there. through yeah. pretty good. So it's a tough balancing act. How do you want to win or how do you want to lose? And, and that's that's the thing that, that frustrates you as a fan because it felt like we didn't have enough answers on how are we going to win this game. It was almost like, well, we're going to give it back to our defense and see if we yeah. can see if we can hold on. And we're one play away. Yeah. I mean, guys are in position for that strategy yeah. to work. And for some reason, and you have to give credit to Andrew yeah. Luck, he was able to make the play that made the difference in the game. But if you really go down and you talk about head coach's strategy and Adam Gase and the way he felt the game would go, it really was one play away from going that yes. way and getting the ball back. Yeah, no doubt about it. But just a, just a tough, tough loss. And then now you find yourself in a situation with five games left where it's almost – you almost got to run the table. I mean – That's the mindset, you, you, one yeah, at a time, but they all got to yeah, go but, in your but, favor. But they all got to go down, and, and it starts this week with Buffalo coming to town, then New England coming. At least you got two, at least you got two home games right. that hopefully can get a little healthy. And we've had luck against New England when they've come down here in the past. Jacksonville looks like – I think they're, they're done. So They just fired so their offensive what, coordinator. What, yeah, whatever their mindset is going to be – by the time the Dolphins 
Dolphins get there, who knows? But you know, then you need to go and you need to you need to get Buffalo on the road, and, and you and, and the, the toughest obviously is going to be Minnesota going up and, and trying to beat the Vikings up there. The one that, you, you know, you, you kick yourself in the rear end sometimes when you look back at a schedule, and the season doesn't have to be over for Dolphin fans to look at the two day, games that yeah. you're circling. And the Indianapolis game, forgetting about Cincinnati and, and losing there on the road, but this one on the road in Indy, you got to find a way to win that because yeah. that's money in the bank. Yeah. That one, you if you salt that one away, now you can afford well, the that's Minnesota that road, that's loss. Game that you steal, right? Yes, this Minnesota loss or a home against the yeah. Patriots. If you run the rest of the table, now you're at least in the conversation. Yeah. For for the Dolphins to be there now, it's got to be one at a time. But they all got to go in your favor. Yeah, no one at a time, it. they all got to go in your favor. That's the mindset of of the fan and the player because that's reality. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it was, it was funny. I was walking around the stadium before the game and I saw some guys going, Hey, Bo, Bo, I look up there. He goes, I love the Audible. I listen to it on, I listen to it on Apple Music. Now, There's no goes, way. Get people says, in Indy. Oh, I listen to it on, I listen on the Dolphins app. If somebody said tune in, they're lying. Yeah, tune in. I, I you know, you got to be, I think you've got to be a, a podcast connoisseur. Yeah, you, that's to the search one. For it that's on, the on pinky TuneIn up in the air with yes, the wine yeah, sipping, that, right? The people in Palm Beach listen to us on <laughs> TuneIn Radio. Everyone else, everyone else down here in the three hundred five and nine five four, they're going to Apple they're Music going or the Dolphins, Dolphins app, app or right. to get uh, to get their their fix in there. But I, yeah, I had a couple people that nice. kind of shouting it out while I was going through there, and then they were shouting out when I was walking back in the graph. You. <laughs> you gave him the pay no mind. I felt like doing that. Yeah, yeah. I was in that kind of mood going, oh, gosh, got to go in and listen to this stuff. So, anyway, but, uh, you know, the other thing, John, with this football team, and, and, and you know, I, I'm going I'm to preface this by saying, look, everybody's in the same boat. Everyone's gone through it. But, boy, it just seems like the every game you lose a key guy. I know. Danny Amendola goes down. Travis Swanson goes down. And, and Travis, I, I could have swore he was going to come back. I thought he was coming. In that football game. I'm Listening standing, to your reports on I, the sidelines, I'm, it sounded like he was coming back I'm in. I'm watching him get retaped. I watch him get up and walk. I'm feeling pretty. Comes over, and he's doing his pass set, looking good, kind of going up to the line of scrims. I'm going, now this guy's ready to go back in. Evidently, he just, just chose chose not to, to go go back in with him. Um and so yeah, that that's and then Amendola and Danny was standing on the sideline too. He looked you know, like he was ready and to he play. He went in and, and caught a punt. Yeah, but fair caught a punt. But um, evidently, that's all all they wanted him to do, getting back in there. But boy, every time you turn around, you think, how many more guys can you lose? On the, and I'm I'm trying to go through the inventory of well, what the hell what the hell receivers they have left with, I don't with know. Amendola out. You know, you don't you don't have many guys in there. There's I mean, not a lot of choices when no. you look around, and and especially now on the offensive line, you're going to have to practice guys at different positions just to be prepared if somebody else were to happen yeah. to miss a quarter, miss a two, you know, series or two here or there at home against yeah. Buffalo. So that takes away a little bit from your prep time, yeah. the, your continuity on what you like to do at guard and center, and so you hope Swanson's going to be able to come back and, and be ready to go yeah. and start the game because he's had a pretty good season. Pretty well, yeah. You know, for what he's been asked to do to come in and hold down the fort at center, one of the most important positions in terms of communications and getting guys lined up yeah. and getting blocking schemes down, the guy's done a pretty good job, in my opinion. And I, I got to say this, I, I've been, I've been for the last couple of weeks saying, hey, I, I, if Ryan's got a torn rotator cuff, he ain't, I don't know how he's going to come back. Um, and, and he gutted it out. I mean, I was wrong. He, he came back, gutted it out and cause there had to be some pain in there throwing that football down the field a little bit for him, but for him to go in and, and play as well as he did come back, it, it, it was surprising to me. Yeah, it was, it, 
I was hoping, I, I, you know, I was at the glass half full type of conversation last week in terms Maybe of... Maybe I'm just so jaded by well, all the... <laughs> well, the fans are pissing you off, you know, everybody's everybody's on you yeah. because you're walking the sidelines, but what's wrong? You're, yeah. You got yeah, poems yeah. in the air too. Yeah. You're, I don't know, we're trying to figure yeah. it out myself. But I, I just felt like watching him progress and watching him go through practice, his movements without throwing the football... If I'm that injured, I'm not going to do that. Right, right. I'm, I'm going to shut it down. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go to the meetings. I'm going to help yeah. out when I can. But there's no need for me to stay in shape the way I yeah. would if I'm going to play in the last yeah, but, six but, games. But I, I would argue this. For, for Ryan, for Ryan, for for Coach Gaze, for the franchise, it, it really it really is important for him to play oh, absolutely. as much as he can play in these last six I'm games. I'm saying if so, he was going to not no, be able not to play, to, yeah. I wouldn't have done that during, yeah. at practice and take away from guys' reps yeah. just to go in and, and shadow unless yeah. I, there's a, a glimmer of hope I can yeah. play. Well, I, I, I'm kind of, I guess in my mind it was kind of like, hey, look, he's got to, you got to get in there and play and whether it hurts or not, whether I can, when I'm a hundred, and he even said he wasn't a hundred percent going into that week, last week going into it. So, but anyway, I just, you know, I just want to own up to. And he took some shots and, yeah. and he bounced right back up. Yeah. You saw him throw the ball to, to crew well, down and, the field. And, 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 and you know what? The, the other thing, John, is he just feels different with him in there than Brock. And, and Brock, look, Brock didn't do anything to hurt this football team. While he was while he took over for Ryan, but he also didn't have those explosive plays that Ryan brings to the table. Whether it's running, he did a good job running a couple times, kind of getting loose, throwing the ball yeah. down the field. And and I think Ryan's more aggressive throwing the ball down the field than obviously than than Brock was during during his time here. So it was exciting to get him back and see him being and, and you know I think Durham Smythe is supposed to stop by in a little bit we'll get a chance on him just get a different what 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 the feel was inside the huddle with Ryan yesterday as opposed to what had been the last few weeks got to be got to be some excitement in there with, with Ryan coming out and playing the way he did right off the bat uh, to let you know that he was good to go and, and he was going to be there uh, throughout this whole this whole game yeah it was encouraging you know from the beginning to the end to, to see a guy that couldn't throw a football a couple weeks ago yeah. more than five or ten yards to come out and play an NFL game be able to take shots be able to run the ball like you alluded to and be able to get back up and get back to the huddle and yeah. get the tempo back in the offense be able to get some confidence in the passing game some continuity in the yeah. passing game but most importantly to see him bounce back and be productive you know he had yeah. a quality game in terms of protecting the football 17 to 25 for 204 had the two touchdowns yeah. he's able to push it down the field and and do the things you're accustomed to seeing that position and that guy yeah. make those plays john you're you're a you, know, you 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 do the college football games every week um and so you're you're tied into that whole college football atmosphere i, I got a little bone to pick what's up you, you know you still got conference championship games coming up on all this and playoffs. Well, how the hell does Notre Dame get to slide in there and just be, you know, get in and everyone else got a championship game? Well, it's they the luck of the Irish. In, you know, I think it might be. Don't, don't have to worry about maybe it. Maybe we know? should ask one of those guys yeah, that went there. Durham huh? Smythe. What's up with that, Durham? Wait a minute, they're undefeated. Hey, oh, come on. I know they're undefeated, but, you know, everyone else has got to go through one last week of a grinder and Notre Dame went, oh, jeez, Let's sit back here and see where we're going to play our playoff game at. Here's the thing. Perfect record going into 12-0. Uh, and 0. Um, One game's against Stanford, USC, so uh, and Michigan at the beginning of the year. So, hey, I think there's no argument there. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> we just got to bu- yeah, bust balls, right? We just got to right? bust some stones a little Love bit with, you, with those coming in. They're going to lag around now a little bit for a while. But, uh, before we get talking about, about what's been going on here, 
Um, just your thoughts about Notre Dame and, and, and what they've done and what their chances are. I mean, well, you look at those. You look at those. It's, it's going to be Alabama, Georgia, probably. Clemson. Obviously, Notre Dame, Clemson. Boy, that, that's some heady company to get into, and it should be a good, good playoff run with that uh, that series there. No doubt. You know, I'm really excited for the guys because obviously one year um, removed. Yeah. I know, you know, the whole program there. Um, and I kind of saw the whole transition. You know, the transition started the year before I left, and uh, the whole culture shifted, and, you know, now it's become what it is now. And like you said, there's going to be some, you know, pretty impressive teams that, that end up in the Final Four with us. Um and I'm excited to see how we stack what, up. What have, what have they What have they done to change things around there? Yeah. So uh, after our four and eight year, which is my yeah. true senior year, uh, I stayed for five. Um, we uh, changed strength coaches, which was huge yeah. for us. We brought in Matt Bayless, who completely changed the culture. Um, we kind of just went about everything differently. We kind of shifted everything um, in terms of how we went about day to day business, practicing yeah. things like that. Um, and it, it obviously showed last year a little bit, going ten and three, and then you know this year with the twelve and zero run, it's it's, yeah. it's really showed itself. You know, it, it's fun. When when you come from a program like that and you you come to your first experience in the NFL and and you've seen kind of the downtime as a college player and the and the ups and you feel like you've gone through that as a pro in your rookie year you know you start three and zero you're feeling pretty good and all of a sudden you know the NFL has a way of of moving like the tide it it comes in and it comes out and you get some good and you get some bad how have you been able to sustain yourself and your mental outlook, not getting a whole lot of chances, and then all of a sudden against Indy, coming in and getting your opportunities. Yeah, I think you hit it on the head. It's kind of keeping your mental um, outlook pretty consistent, um, no matter what the situation is. Um, something that I've tried to do throughout my career, I learned this early on in college, is to you know prepare for every game like you are the starter. Um, and that's something that I've tried to keep, um, you know, up as I've, I've gone through this season, as I've gone through, you know, seasons in the past. And, you know, that, that's something that keeps you engaged at all times um, and kind of keeps you level headed. So there's not too many ups, not too many downs. Hey, when you caught when you caught that pass uh, from Ryan Tannehill early in the game, did it feel like you were in a tunnel? Because l- looking at from, <laughs> from on TV, there's a lot of blue jerseys around you and he was able to drive that football through a, a tight window and you come up with the big catch. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a testament to Ryan. Um, you know, we, we ran that play during the week. Um, it's a timing route um, on the seam right there. And you're right, you know, there's there's a linebacker in front of me, a safety behind me, and he put it, like you said, you know, directly into the tunnel where it needed to be. So um, ultimately, that, that's, that's a testament to the timing and a testament to Ryan. Well, what have you worked on most uh, since you've been here? Um, I think just overall, it's... It, it's it kind of sounds cliche, but it's it's being a practice player. Yeah. Um, I think that these last four to five weeks, um, that's really where I've I've made some strides is being consistent in practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's tough to nail down on just one thing that yeah. I'm working on because obviously at this position you're you're doing a lot of a lot of different things. Um, so I think just being an overall practice player, someone who could be consistent um, on a, on a snap by snap basis in practice, ultimately will carry over to the game. When when this season is over and all all said and done, and the dust settles, and it's time to kind of start going through your inventory of, of what I liked, what I did, what I need to get better. Um, do you already have some things in your in the back of your mind that between the, the end of this season and the beginning of next season that that I, I really want to spend my off season perfecting this, getting better at that, getting stronger, whatever whatever aspect it may be of the game uh, as, as you're moving forward. Sure. I think one thing that's kind of stuck out to me is is one of my strengths I think that I developed in college was was recognition. 
Um, and once I kind of developed that, the game slowed down a lot. I could see things, you know, before they happen, I could react to them faster. Um, and that's something when, when, you know, this season started, it's completely different in the NFL. Things are moving faster. Things are just different structurally. Um, and now that I'm starting, you know, slowly to recognize, um, you know, those types of things, things are starting to slow down a little bit. So I think, you know, furthermore, you know, in, in the off season, just going back through the film, I'm um, going back through, you know, uh, you know, opposing teams films. Um, we'll uh, we'll continue to yeah. you know make that process. Kind of, kind of following up on what John was saying about about Ryan Tannehill. What, what was what was what was what was different about having Ryan Tannehill in the in the huddle as opposed to the last handful of weeks that he was out? You'd seen him before, but to get him coming back after that that long layoff, what was that like? Yeah, it's great. It's great to have Ryan, um, you know, back in the huddle. I think you know the guys who stepped in, Brock, did you know a fantastic yeah. job while he was out. Um, you know, Brock's guy who kind of has that mentality that I that I uh, talked about earlier. He he prepares every week mm-hmm. like he's a starter, and he's done that throughout. So I thought he did a great job. But, you know, having Ryan back is huge. Um, he's a guy who can make those throws, like I said. You know, putting in a small tunnel, um, you know, between defenders, things like that, and he can make plays with his feet, which we saw um, last night a little bit too. So it's just overall, it's good to have him back. You talk about recognition as being one of your strengths. You've been able to carry over. What have you gleamed off of, of the room that you're in every day? Because you've got a, a Guys in there that do a little bit of everything differently than than maybe the guy sitting next to him. You had Marquise in there for a while until he was injured, and you had AJ, and you had Nick now, and Mike always, and you came in with him. What are some of the things that maybe you've taken from their game or or seen from afar that you said, you know what, i got to build my version of that into what I do on a daily basis? Yeah, ultimately, I think it's pretty cool that we have, uh, you know, a group of guys who uh, maybe have strengths in different areas or do things, you know, in, in some some different ways, because you can take uh, things from everybody. Um, you can take, you know, route running and, and, you know, how they approach the passing game from some guys and, you know, how they approach, you know, inline blocking from other guys. So I think that's cool to have that, um, you know, readily available to me. And, you know, again, just kind of leaning on the veterans, guys who have been through this before, um, been through NFL seasons, been through the ups and downs. Um, just kind of leaning on them, AJ, um, Nick, and uh, and Q um, have done a great job of kind of just showing, almost leading by example um, for us two young guys. What's it been like? It seems like this for most of this season, you almost have to come in on a on a Monday or Tuesday or whatever day you come in and have them pin a, a roster in your in your locker so you can see who's on the team this week yeah. and who are going to line up this week. There've been such a such a tra- I mean, from day one, from week one, with where Sitton got hurt, yep. to a whole offensive line coming and going, and people and receivers, and it has been one of those years where there've been a lot of injuries. So it has to have been pretty strange, all the comings and goings of different people inside the offensive huddle as well as on the other side of the football. Sure, it definitely is. You know, that, that's one of those things that you can't control injuries yep. like this. Um, and it is different coming from college because, you know, uh, you're right, you have 100 guys on a, on a college roster. They're all the same guys. And in the NFL, you know, a couple guys get hurt and you have, you know, a whole new bunch in there. Yep. So it is different. Um but I think, you know, it's, 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 it kind of speaks to what this team is about, that guys can step in, um, get the job done. And, you know, so far, one or two plays go the opposite direction, and, and this team is uh, in, a, in a very favorable yeah. spot, um, even with all the injuries at this point. Yeah, but that, you, I mean, that's the NFL. I mean, exactly. you know, it, it's this league now, you know, other than certain teams, but it's, it's a league where, hey, just give me to that last five minutes of the fourth quarter. And, and, and it seems like more times than not, that guy with the, that, that team with the football last, exactly. they're either going to score a touchdown, make the field goal, miss it, not get a touchdown, and win or lose on that last drive. And it seems to be like that 
virtually week out. It doesn't matter if you score 50 points in this league evidently now. That's right. It yeah, still no comes down to that last yeah. drive. No doubt. No doubt about that. Hey, it felt like a gut punch up in Indy. How do you respond now? How, how do you react? First taste for the Bills. Get him at home. Uh, you get two games back-to-back at home. But first, the Bills. Um, in a, it felt like a playoff game for us as fans yeah, no uh, talking about it last week. And, and it now it seems like it gets ramped up even higher because it, it's an AFC East opponent and it's one out of – a domino that needs to go in your way. No doubt. I mean, you're right. Uh, it was definitely a tough game um, in Indy. We all felt the same way. Um, and to, to lose a game in that manner at the end of the game definitely hurts. But, you know, like you mentioned, it's a divisional opponent at home. Um, you know, a team we haven't played yet this year. Um, a team we're excited to play. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's you know, the mentality is there's five left. And uh, um, that's all that's guaranteed to us at this point. So it's, 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 it's about giving everything we have every week, especially – um, you know, like we said, against a divisional opponent. It is a long season. Well, what's the what's the atmosphere, attitude like in that locker room after after the game? Yeah. Um, well, you know, right after the game, obviously it's it's, it's yeah. tough um, because we were approaching it. You know, as all of them at this point are playoff games. So um, to lose a game like that in that fashion at the end of the game is obviously tough. Um, but you know, there really isn't any other option besides you know shaking it off as fast yeah. as possible um, and getting to the Bills. So that's 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 what we'll do. Yeah, I'm excited to watch you guys come out and bounce back because teams being around you guys for for all these weeks and seeing what you do week in and week out, day in and day out of practice, and then you see glimpses of that on the field, and you just hope that it it sustains. You know, when when it really comes down to when you need it on offense, you need it on defense, you need it on special teams, that it starts bouncing your way. And the only way it does is if guys make plays. And, And it seems like a, an old cliche, but it, it's one of those things where momentum starts going in, sure. in your way and good things start to happen. And, and sometimes bad things start to happen when it goes the other way. Do you guys ever ever talk about momentum? Do you ever talk about things like that? Uh, emotions, you know, not, not X's and O's, but getting in a good role and giving that nod to somebody. Is that, is that an unwritten thing or an unspoken thing? Yeah, I think it is. Um, I think it, it kind of stems from something that we talk about a lot, um, and that's just consistency. Um, I don't think we really we focus a lot on momentum itself, but that's something that comes with consistency. And and you hit it on the head. You know that we this team has seen so many flashes throughout the year. You know there's there's games where the defense is completely you know taking over a game and winning a game for us, like the Jets a few weeks ago. Um, and there are games where the offense has kind of taken over um, and just kind of won a game by itself. And you know honestly, special teams as well. So, that's right. So if if we can you know find that consistency where all three phases are kind of hitting at the same time. Um, that'll develop, you know, the momentum, and then when you get that rolling, it kind of just takes itself. Durham, how's your family been uh, enjoying this uh, this uh, this first year in the NFL for you? Yeah, they've enjoyed it for sure. Um, they've been down a few times, yeah. um, and you know, they love the, the game day atmosphere and all the things like that. And you know, they're 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 always sending the texts, always interested in what's going on mm-hmm. on a day to day basis and things like that. So I think they're having a pretty good time with it. And uh, you know, I just try to keep them as as updated yeah, as possible. Yeah, had a pretty good uh, home field advantage and a pretty good atmosphere at. Uh, uh, in Notre Dame, no you come here to Hard Rock Stadium, and you know they, they've developed a pretty nice little little atmosphere for for home games here. And then you win games, you got a you know pretty good little home field advantage there, and and so you're starting to really feel that that emotion building in that stadium, also. Sure, I mean that that's a huge part of the game. Um, you know, if if we 
I mean, I start rattling off a few in a row that, you know, obviously the community really gets behind it. And you know, that's a you know, big part of the game. If, if a team really has, um, especially in the NFL, as, as a really impressive home field advantage, that, that can change a game. So that's something that, uh, that that's pretty awesome. No, yeah. I'll speak for, I'll, I don't want you to speak about it, but I'll speak. They're quick to jump off the bandwagon too. So it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not too warm and fuzzy at, right at now. Notre you know? Dame Stadium, yeah. I mean, at least everybody's wearing the same colors, yeah, right? right. That's exactly <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Durham, thanks for stopping by, man. It's been a pleasure watching you and looking forward to, uh, to a long stay with you here in Miami and looking forward to continue to grow as a player and, uh, and make some more plays out there, man. It's been really, fun. Really appreciate thanks, it. Durham. Thanks, Durham. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, good stuff. So, who, so John, but while, while Durham's leaving here, who are you taking in this uh, this college football? Uh, well, I'm going to wait. I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till Durham. I mean, I don't want. I don't want to say anything. No, no. Look, I'm. 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 I'm going to say this oh, right now. Thanks, uh, Durham. If, if if Notre Dame would have called me on the phone and said, "Hey, you interested in going here?" I said, "I'll be there in five minutes." Hey, when so, I so I got a little I got a little love in my heart for Notre when Dame. When I played at Notre Dame, and call me. When I played at Notre Dame, you could actually see touchdown Jesus from the field. <laughs> yeah. Now they got another layer yeah, of stands, right. and and it's unbelievable. But you know yeah. what? Gosh, who can beat Alabama or Clemson yeah. right now? That that's I think it's Alabama, and then there's a big separation with Clemson, yeah. and then there's a and bigger separation with everybody with else, Georgia and everybody else. Yeah. And Alabama is just oh my god, playing at a at a crazy level. But they got Georgia. Right, well, they, they they got a chance. Yeah, they, they got a chance. I mean, uh, Georgia's a good football team, and you know we we've seen Alabama stumble. But you know the thing I was thinking about this: the thing about Alabama, Alabama could stumble, still get in, still get in. I think oh, they yeah. did that last year. They didn't, or it was last year they lost it's a couple a game. Of years ago. Well, a couple of years they lost a game. Didn't they lost play to the, Alabama. They lost to Auburn and didn't yeah. play in the championship game. Get they in. got bumped in, yeah. and then uh, and then made it into the playoffs. That's and, right. Yeah. So you know they're. Alabama's got. I think Alabama's them. a lock right now to be yeah, one I, of the four, whether they win or whether lose. Whether they win or lose, I'm with you. Yeah, just just because they're better than they, the fourteen. They beat everybody by twenty plus points. Right. I mean, it's it's ridiculous what what they're able to do. The other, the other thing, John, getting getting back to college football. What a what a day Saturday. I mean, ending up with uh, ending up with Texas A and M and oh gosh, seven and, overtimes. Oh and, and then they, Michigan got just Michigan got slapped. pummeled, and then there was the other game with. Um, uh, what was the other fifty-point game? Um, well, Clemson put f- fifty on South West Carolina, Virginia. West Virginia. That was a crazy West, game. That game, West Virginia and uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That was sort of there was some. You know, you know, the, you go back to you go back to the last Monday night football game, fifty-one to fifty-four, the Rams in Kansas City, and then. Was then it fifty nine fifty six or some th- crazy score like that for that game? I, mean, I think it was fifty one fifty four. I mean, I mean for Oklahoma and, Oklahoma, and West and, Virginia, yeah, and something that like one, that. And then, and then you got the seventy point games with LSU yeah. in, in, in that game and A and M in that game. And then there was a couple other games where people dropping. It, look at dropping sixty. Who, who thought that uh, Ohio State was going to drop sixty two uh, on that Michigan defense? That was crazy because it, I think it was a two point game at halftime. Yeah. I'm doing uh, Purdue at Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got a monitor. They've got their you know their right, TVs right. Yeah. out. Everybody's got different monitors and different games going on because Florida and Florida State were playing at the same time, and that was a blowout. Yeah. It ended up you know being a, a huge Gator win. But uh, there was so many games in that window, and then you're waiting to see who's at three thirty. Yeah. And what surprises are going to happen at night? Shoot, I, by the time I got home at night, I was prime time for LSU and, and yeah, Texas A and M, so it was perfect. Yeah, you know, I, I the, the thing, I, it it, it kind of concerns me that there's that because because I don't think the NFL is that far from behind by to to putting posting those kind of numbers with the way that the the rules are now. I mean, it's we're watching before the game, we're watching uh, New England and the Jets. 
and, and watching guys just running down the middle of the field. And, you know, I'm, I'm sitting with Bob and going, man, these guys are just, no one's touching them. They're just running, you know. And, and, and then when you do, heaven forbid, it's a penalty. you breathe on them. It's, it's a penalty. And uh, so, uh, you know, it, I, I think I, I think that's evidently that's what they want. They want a lot of points scored. And I was boy, watching, we saw a lot scored last week. I was watching Oklahoma at West Virginia. And I can't remember the receiver's name, but West Virginia would line up a slot receiver, their fastest guy, yeah. number 12. And no one, there wasn't a slot defender, there wasn't a linebacker, yeah. no one walked out on him. They gave him a 10-yard cushion. He looked like a track star right. coming off the field. The safety's not nearly deep enough in the middle yeah. of the field. And he blows right by the under coverage, and it was two touchdowns in a row. Yeah. And nobody changed on defense, yeah, and no, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's it's the new, uh, new age of football. Um, I, I like to see points scored as much as anybody, but when you start getting to seventy, when <laughs> it was like uh, it was like Alabama. No, who was it? It was um, who scored sixty two on uh, so Ohio State. It was sixty two thirty what? Right, thirty five maybe 35. something like that. So, so can you imagine that that phone call? Um, how did <laughs> I, I, to your dad? that didn't get to see the game. How'd it go, son? Well, uh, the good news is we scored thirty two points. Bad news is we lost by 32. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. The way that the offenses are, are being able to dominate defenses. Yeah. And it's not like the defenses schemes have changed all that much, yeah. but it's formations and body type. Yeah, it's and- a lot of things, John. You know, I was watching games over the weekend, and one of the things now that, that that's this kind of irksome to me is you know, the tackling has gotten bad because they don't and, – and, Look, if, if these guys could go through the same drills that everybody did on a day-to-day basis in tackling, the tackling wouldn't be as bad as this. It's a bypro- It's not a byproduct of the players. It's a byproduct of the rules that the tackling's got so bad. But there's also a philosophical change when it comes to defense and tackling where, you know, in, in my day, it was always, you make sure you make that tackle. Make sure you make that tackle, and if you stand that guy, then the next guy coming, comes, hell. comes and tries to punch the football, rip it out, or whatever. Where now, first guy tries first to tackle trying, and rip. So, so you got a guy kind of half tackling, half ripping, and so they're trying to rip the ball or punch it out. As and you go five yards down, down the field, field. But yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you get that kind of situation yeah. where it's not, it, it's you know the the it's it's funny. There's two things: the emphasis on taking the ball away has has kind of overtaking. Is taking the primary role in in the tackling game is going after the football, try to get it out while you're trying to take them down and and, and get that going. And it's just made it it's just made it so easy for the ball carriers if they can hold on the ball to pick up numerous amounts of yards. You know what play in the uh, in the Dolphins game the other night that looked like old school was when Kiko hit yep. Mac in the hole. Yeah. And it was no strip. It was, I'm going to knock yep. you out. Yeah. I'm going to square up in the hole. Yeah. I'm going to run through you and knock you out. And that's exactly what he did. It took Mac out of the game. Yeah. But it wasn't, I don't care where the ball is. Yep. I'm taking you down. Yeah. And there was a high rate of speed too. Well, there was a play like that in the Alabama game. Uh, they they ran a little and they swung the ball out. The receiver looks like he's going to get the first down. Pat Sertan's kid oh off the up, off the edge comes up on the edge and just and just stuck him. I mean hit him about a half a yard short of the of the uh, of the, of the uh, first down marker and drove him backwards. 
Now that's an old that school looks, tackle that right looks there. Good, yeah, that's the old school thing. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see moving forward how this goes, and and John's going to be interesting moving forward to see you know how this football team re- rebounds from from this football game. Uh, obviously, coming back home, talking about the Miami Dolphins coming back home to play the Buffalo Bills. You know, whenever you're coming back home, certainly it's a it's an up, uplifting experience for you, and and and, and puts you in a good light. <clears throat> But, but like, like, like I was saying to someone the other day, I said, you know, geez, this is a great. Dolphins getting ready to go play against Indy, who, 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 four or five weeks ago were one in five, right? And now you get now now, now Dolphins luck. You know, you you looking get them, at them ahead of you. Yeah, you you get them. You get them when they're 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 as a team they're getting they're on their they're on their tractions going up, and Andrew Luck's traction even even higher level of going up with them. You know the way it worked last week, all the teams that the Dolphins needed to lose were pretty much lost. Yeah. I mean, there was maybe one team, Baltimore ended up winning, I think it was. But, you know, Cincinnati goes down yeah. to the Browns and, and you feel like, okay, if we can take care of business, you know, with with Houston and Tennessee playing yeah. uh, still undetermined yeah. at that point, you could see yourself, like, okay, we're going to be one of those teams that with five games left, you're yeah. right in the thick of things. And then I'm looking out the corner of my eye and see a Buffalo winner. So you get Buffalo coming yeah. off a win. And- right, <laughs> exactly. Like, New England finds, yeah. you know, finds a way. Yeah. It was pretty even for a while yeah. there against the Jets. They find a way to win, and and you get them after yeah. Buffalo. But it's, it's uh, getting back to the game this week with these guys. Um, and again, it's much like I think that much like I think the mindset of of this football team going into uh, Indianapolis. It's it's about us. Oh yeah, it's about you know. Obviously, we're going to do our game planning. We're going to watch tape of the other team. We're going to get ready. But in order to win. Any of these next four, next five foot, next five football games that this team has, they've got to go in and say, "Look, we, we've just each one of us has got to go and play our best football and let the chips fall where they may." That's the mindset. It, it, it's got to be. It can't be. Well, we got to try to out trick this, or let's try to trick them. No, just go out, do your job, play the best you can, and 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 just look. It, it, there's one thing. It's always disappointing to lose, but if you lose and you feel like, hey, you laid it all on the line, at least there's a little bit of something you can grasp onto a little bit, right. not a whole lot. Instead of kicking yourself in behind and going, you know, there's another if, one we threw away. You yeah. know, you, you work hard, you, you create explosive plays, you try to play with some, you know, some consistency, some form of consistency yeah. in all three phases. And for three quarters, you feel like, all right, we're, we're yeah. right in position where we need to be now to close this game out. And you don't get it done. That's frustrating because you feel like you're, you're, finding a way with whoever's on the field because yeah. there's multiple guys that are out of this lineup that you're depending on five, six, seven weeks ago to win games in the fourth quarter that are no longer playing for you. But the guys that are there got to find a way to yeah. do it. And it's one of those things where if you can stay away from 10 penalties for 75 yards and, and the bad plays on special teams, that you know, the holding or yeah. the, the you know, black in the back that loses field position yeah. – and you, you you can find a way to stay on the field and get off the field in the fourth quarter on defense, you've got a chance. But it all starts with Buffalo. Yeah. It all starts with being able to, to frustrate a rookie quarterback who's now back in the lineup, yeah. playing with a lot of confidence. you got Shady McCoy in the backfield. You've got a, a defense that it seems always gives the Dolphins some, Trouble, some headaches, yeah. whether you're playing – up in Buffalo or right here at Hard Rock Stadium. So you're going to have to play a, a quality game against a team that might not be in the conversation, but will play yeah. like they are. Yeah, that's the one thing I, I, I find we, we talked about, you know, different aspects of the game for the Dolphins. You know, special teams have been pretty solid. Got a block bunt yesterday. Yeah. Uh, did, did a good job there. 
but but when you needed it most, you know, and and, and you got the injuries to Danny, all you know, you got all the guys returning kicks. You can't put Kenyon Drake there because you've been using him and you need him, and he kind of got dinged up a little bit in the game too. And so you put Kalen back there and just makes a simple mistake where let's that ball bounce and go into the end zone. Right. You got the ball in the twenty five. You got some breathing room. Instead, you, you get it on the six yard line and. You know, and, and and the rest, as they say, the rest is rest is history. After that, yeah, it's one of those situations that can't happen. You know, yeah. whether you're a ten year vet or a rookie, you you can't put your team in a position like that. Yeah. And I, I'm sure that that'll that's a that's a learning moment. But it, it's a learning moment. It would have been a lot easier to to swallow if you win the game. Yeah, or no, you find no a way to, to win the game. And it's it's always tougher when you lose stuff like that. And, and plays, not only that one, but plays like it contribute to it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, so, John, how, how does this team regroup? And look, it's it's uh, it, that's one of those crippling games. It, it, it really, like you said, was a gut punch to, to everybody uh, around this organization was involved in fans out there feeling the same way. But, you know, they, they've, they've got to, you know, they, they can't give up on the season. I, I mean, oh, no. like I said, it's, it's it, it, at worst, at worst, they got to win four of these next five. At, at best, they've got to they got to they got to they got to run the table. Them. They got to sweep them, and that's the mindset you have to have. I mean, it's now to the point where it's such a short calendar season that you, you're only the only thought is win. It's it's win. Go practice. Go win. Go practice. Go win. Yep. And the way you do it is improving in the red zone. The Dolphins are next to last in the red yep. zone. They got a little bit better against against Indy, but when it comes down to winning games against, you know. New England, yep. you got to you got to score touchdowns. You can't settle for field goals. When it comes down to going on the road against Minnesota, you can't stall. Yep. You have to be able to finish, and you have to be better on third down. Twenty ninth in the league in, yep. in third down. That's on the offensive side. Those things have to improve. On defense, when you get there, you got to get home, and you got to get home and bring the guy down. You know, those are game changing plays. You got a you got a great effort by X on the corner yesterday. Yep. Two interceptions, guys flying around. But when you have to, when you, when you're around the quarterback, not only affect them, but you got to finish. Yeah. And and I think those are the things that you have to find with a Josh Allen, with a Tom yep. Brady, as you're going down the list of of the quarterbacks you're going to start to face. You got to be able to win that battle. John, one of the other things I want to throw your way is the uh, the uh, the roughing the passer quarterback on Kiko. Um, you know, I I think when I first saw it. I said, yeah, that's an easy call. But then when I saw the replay, I go, maybe not so easy of a call because he hit him shoulder on chest. It looked like he, it looked like it was almost a head-to-head shot, but it wasn't. And, and to me, that's a tough, that's a that's a that's a fine line call because there was an official standing right next to me, and I looked at it when I first saw it, and then then we both looked at him, saw the replay, and I looked at him. He looked at me. He goes, I don't think that was a pen, you know, I don't think I don't think that was a call. And, I, and, and when I saw it, as soon as I saw a shoulder on his chest, to me, that's a no call in, in my eyes. But my initial response when I saw it with my naked eye was I would have thrown the flag. Right. And, and it is a tough call. And, and I asked, I, I talked to Kiko about that after the game. He says, you know, you're going at a high rate of speed. And when a guy changes his flight at the last second and you feel like what are you, you, supposed you to feel do? like he's going to slide so his initial reaction was to throw his arms back yep. and not try to go you know get his head out of the way right. it, it seemed like his shoulder just happened to slide in a spot where it looked like it was under the quarterback's chin yep. but i think it all comes down to when a quarterback 
goes that late, it's very difficult on the defender, yes. whether you're a quick twitch guy or you're a linebacker guy or you're a, a big defensive right. nose guard or a tackle, to change direction and to hold your momentum. The thing I would say, when we call that in college football, it's it's when you start that slide, you become a defenseless player. Right. And I think that's where the gray area kind of gets wiped clean yeah, but, in terms but, but, of giving yourself up. But as I saw the replay... When Kiko makes his move to make the hit, then he starts, then the quarterback starts to go down. Mm-hmm. Then Luck starts to go down. And then when Luck was going down initially, he his head was about maybe two two feet above Kiko's head. Right. And he leans and, back. And you got one coming down yeah. and one going up a little You're bit. You're gonna meet and, in the middle. And so I don't know, I don't know how a defensive play and I understand protecting quarterback. I don't know how I just don't know how a defensive stops. player is supposed to and and I thought he did as well as he could do to avoid that helmet on helmet, shoulder on helmet hit. And I and I thought he did do it when I saw when I saw the replay. The the problem too for the defender in in both instances when Kiko did this last year against yep. Joe Flacco, very this similar year yeah. against Andrew Luck, is that both times the quarterback was right at the line to gain. Yep. For a first down. Yeah. And as a linebacker and as a defender, you're going, no way this is happening. Well, now, now if, if you're catching him and he's kind of bubbled back and he's four yards deep in the you, backfield. You know where you are you, on the you, field. You, you, yeah, you're not going to do. But but when he's when he's encroaching the first down mark, you gotta then you've got to make a play on him. Yes. And I can see. And, and I, as, as a coach, I'm going to take that because, yeah. you know, as much as you can stand there and an and armchair quarterback and go, wow, we gave him a first down and it led, you know, to yeah. At that moment, you want your defender to go yeah. 100 miles an hour to stop, to get that team because off the Because, quite field. frankly, the only way Kiko could have not gone through with that was if he just pulled up completely. And if he pulls up completely and Luck kind of has a, the, the wherewithal to... He dives oh, instead dive, of slides. Dive instead of slide. Yeah, it's a first then, down. Then, then, then you got... This, this has always been my feeling on these things is, okay, you make that call... When I go in that meeting room and the coach says, "Hey, wh- why'd you pull up on him?" Well, I thought I was going to hit him in the head. I thought it was going to be well, hit take, him and yeah, hit him. And let we'll the, take know, the fifty. We'll and, take the but, chance. But then you do it, and, and you go, "Hey, you yeah. can't, you, you can't hit the guy like that." You, you know the rule. You know, I mean, yeah. you, you're you're as it's a defender. A, it's a tough. You're, you're in a no win, no win situation because no matter whether it's whether it's that coach in that meeting room or whether it's that official on the field, one of those guys is going to negative, and one of those guys is going right. to affect you negatively. It, when 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 all said and done, right? I don't think I don't think the de- defense can win on that call right. on the sliding quarterback right. when it's very late yep. and he, and you're trying to pull up or the the roughing the passer call. No, 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 no. I I don't think those two those two calls need to be somewhat tweaked. I would say the roughing the passer needs to go before the sliding well, 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 of the, the quarterback. Roughing, you know the, what I've been seeing lately on the roughing the pass or things that's really tough on a defense is that below the knee, mm-hmm. you know, where the guy's been knocked to the ground, the He's quarterback's trying. leg yeah. is right there. You grab, well, you, 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 grab on, you grab the leg. And, and as soon as you do that, they're calling roughing the passer on these guys. And I don't, I, I don't know that, that to me again is, you know, the I, one I don't get Bo is the one when they, when they, don't shove you to the ground, but they actually yeah. extend their arms and the quarterback happens to fall because he's off balance yeah. and he's expecting to get hit. So you feel like you're a little bit more, you're not sturdy as a quarterback. Yeah. You're trying to go a little limp so you can just go to the ground right. and you fall 
and it's a 15 yard yeah, penalty. And the guy barely, and it barely, barely yeah, touches the quarterback, yeah. which is crazy. There, there was a kid in Alabama that did, and he came in and he could have, and he, and he put his hands, he, he kind of put his hands like as a, as a, as a shock almost. Mm-hmm. Hit him like that and pushed him, and they called him on that too. So I'm like, well, what, what do you, what can you do? You have to be able to hit the quarterback. That's yeah. part of the game. Yeah, it's so. But uh, anyway, it is what it is. So it's 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 the Buffalo Bills. It's hard to believe. Here we are with the five games left to go, and we're the first time we're seeing the Buffalo Bills. I know it this year, and we'll see them in a couple more weeks or at the end of the season. Uh, why did they put us at the end of the season? Got to wait till it gets nice and cold Yo, for us it, to get up there. It'll be balmy. It'll be balmy. <laughs> it'll be balmy. Last yeah, a balmy, couple days of December. It'll be a balmy afternoon up in Buffalo in December. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, John, I think we're going to wrap this thing up, man. Well, you know what? That was a gut punch against Indy. Yeah. He, and it, I want to see the Dolphins come back and respond at home. They have, yeah. have to be able to come back and play more cons- with more consistency. Yeah. And you just want to see guys make plays that you're accustomed to seeing yeah. them make on a, on a more consistent basis. Yeah. You, you, know, it's, you know, it's tough in this league. And I was thinking about it, you know, after the game on the bus and heading back in the airplane and stuff. Is You know you know what gets you watching these games is is – you know how much time and effort everyone puts into the game from the from the, the 53rd guy on the roster to, all the way to your head coach and everybody in the organization in between, certainly in the football side of it, in between. The time and effort they put into it and then go lay it all out on the line in the football field right. only to come up short. It's just uh, – Look, we, we've all been in that situation. You know how it feels. I mean, I'm, I'm removed from it now from almost 30 years, so so it's, it's different. But you still remember. Yeah, but you're still part of you it. Still because, you still remember that know, feeling and, and and the look in these guys' faces after going out there and 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 and, and if, like I said, whether it's a coach, a player, a trainer, doesn't matter. You you watch them getting on the plane, and it's it's the same. That's right. That same, same hollow feeling. look. That same look in their eyes. You know that that empty look, that, that sick geez, feeling yeah. that you know you let one slip through. I, I'm watching the first half w- with my son at home, and, and it, he'd have thought I was I had a million dollars on the game. Yeah, I'm right, screaming, yeah. I'm jumping oh, up and down yeah. because I watch these guys every day. The yeah. way they go to meetings, the way they, they go from lunch, the way they go to practice, yeah. the way they go to individual drills, the way they go to teamwork, and they go seven on seven. And I see how much effort and time that they're putting into it, and the execution and what they're capable yeah. of. And then when you just fall short. Gosh, it just you just can't wait. And, and the thing that made it worse was it it was the bye week. You know, you had yeah. two you had two weeks leading up to really this game, felt good, yeah. And you really felt good about the outcome. What yeah. was going to happen on the road? Well, you you know you kind of knew they were going to come out and play with, with with a little more a little more get up and go than they zip, did. Little, you know, yeah, a little because, zip. because two weeks off for these guys with the heal up and all that thing and all that, but to to kind of reorganize yourself, get yourself, okay, let's mentally let's, and let's, physically let's step away a little bit. Then we'll come back together, get everything filed the way we want it and set up the way we want it and come back. And, and, and they did that. And, and it worked until quite frankly, the last eight and a half minutes of the game. Yeah. And, and you're right. They, they did everything to put themselves in position to win. And it just didn't, it just didn't work out yeah. for them. And you know, from the middle of the fourth quarter on. Yeah. Well, we'll strap it up again this week. That's and, right. Uh, the Buffalo bills at home and should be a good one. It's going to be a good weekend, alumni weekend. And I know they're putting a bunch of guys in the uh, walk of fame. I think Mark Clayton's going in. I think, uh, uh, I know John Geesler, well-deserved Dick Anderson, I think. A bunch of guys going in That's there. That's great. So that'll be a good weekend. See a lot of alumni will be in town, and so we'll get to see a lot of those guys. It's going to be a fun weekend, and, and hopefully they wrap it up with a uh, a big win against the Buffalo yeah, Bills. Yeah, nothing be great. would be better. Yeah, that's it. And we'll talk, you know what, next Monday, I'm, I'm going to guarantee you next Monday. Victory Monday? Victory Monday on the Audible. Nice. If not, 
I ain't coming. Well, I know Joe's not coming. Well, I know that. It'll be you then. It's, it's going to be you. I'll be talking to it's myself. It's going to be you, Jeff, and, and Trey. Logan. You, Jeff, Trey, and Logan. That's we'll right. Do the, uh, we'll do the, we do the technical side. The technical side <laughs> can step the scenes, in. The behind-the-scenes guys can come in. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>